and welcome to Codec Moments. I'm your host, Ali, for a change, and joining me as always is Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. Hello. So it's just the two of us. Um, I would say for a change, but back to normal, or maybe not back to normal, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what is normal anymore? None of us know. (laughs) True. It's just all (laughs) weird. I'm hosting, and we've got no Andy. Um, Although, for a change, we're talking about something that he could be involved with. Yes, yes. So we, I think we originally decided we'd do this one together because you've probably guessed we're going to be talking about a racing game. And then he surprised the hell out of us yesterday morning by sending us a screenshot that he's bought it. Yep, and the deluxe edition. So he's like, "Oh, I can play it already." And it's like, "Yeah, you've you've picked up the deluxe edition. It's three <laughs> days early." <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get on to why he's picked that up um, later on because there is a reason, and he seems to be enjoying it. Um. It, which surprised us. I think we told him basically how well it works on a controller. Yeah. Um, and it, it seems to be cracking on with it okay. From what he I does. He does. So it's a F1 2020. Um, yes. Yeah. Probably guessed that from the podcast title, just in case you skip that. And we've been talking for a couple of minutes and you've no idea what about. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, new Formula One game. And of course, we were going to be in it from the start, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, at the minute, it's a little bit like Christmas. I know... NASCAR and IndyCar started maybe a month before F1. Um, but yeah, F1's back. That was back the week before, well, the weekend before the game was released. Yep. Obviously, we had it a little bit earlier. So then we've got the game as well. And then that's now released and it's just full on now. And I think the F1 season goes to just before Christmas, they keep saying, hopefully. Yeah, that's what they're aiming for. And we're recording on the 10th of July and they've announced today uh, two more races. So Monza and Sochi have been confirmed. Uh, Magello. I thought Magello was already in there. I thought they've now confirmed Monza. I thought Monza was the one that was already in. But yeah, whatever. Ah, well, we've got whichever way we look races. at it, we've got an yeah. extra Italian Grand Prix and we've got Russian Grand Prix at Sochi coming yes. later in the year as well. Yeah. So it's steadily getting a longer season. Is that 10 races we've got now? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it has to be at least eight to qualify for a championship, which I didn't realise till I was listening to commentary last weekend. Yeah, so we're definitely but, in championship. Yeah. And we've got a game to go alongside it, released at pretty much the same as the launch of the season by absolutely no planning whatsoever. Yeah. And we're not even going to get to race the tracks that the drivers are on. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, so not all we, of them, anyway. Yeah, so we, obviously we've got the original season so we've got the vietnam track uh, yes. hanoi which is great and also um vandrone is it Van- i was always gonna let you tackle the pronunciation Vander- is it oh. Zan- zandvoort zandvoort that's it zandvoort yeah. um which i have have you ever raced on that in a game before not until this version of f1 no so i um on iRacing, that was one of the session the seasons that was on and it was in that so i have raced it a little bit don't know if it's the latest scan on iRacing i'd have to double check that so i am familiar with it a little bit but hanoi is a very interesting track it is you know what it reminds me of sochi yeah and mexico combined see i was thinking more azerbaijan with a little Mm. bit of canada Mm, yeah and then maybe a bit of Sochi or something like that, because it's got the, the really long straights with yeah. the hairpin, um, and then it's obviously got the really intricate session, which is, I guess, maybe a little bit like Suzuka as well with the quite quick sweeping corners and things. It's like, we'll have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, and just 
mash it together. <laughs> it is. And then concrete barriers at the side. I think that's what makes yeah. me think Sochi. Uh, just because there's the you know, the new new style tracks with decent concrete runoffs mm. and the concrete barriers and, and that's why I kinda get that feel when I'm in there. I know from a spectator point of view it'll it'll look completely different, but as you're driving the cars it's just concrete barriers and straights and turns, isn't it? And yeah, you sort of think much. it's like you notice the difference in the tracks. I know when we go to the the older school ones, and I'd almost class Zanfort in that. Yeah, because yeah. Because gotcha, yeah. you you see the area around the track yeah. when you're driving it. You you know you see the undulations. You know where uh, where the bankings are and all sorts of things. And that is a phenomenal track. I didn't know what I'd think of it. But yeah. it's a lot of fun. It is, and I can imagine it being quite punishing on the drivers going around it because oh, you God. don't really get a lot of time to rest. You know, like on and Hanoi and um, Monza and places like that, you've got the massive long straights, so you can oh, for a few seconds as you're tanking <laughs> down it, and then you have to go again. Whereas, whereas um, Zandvoort, you you're just constantly in and out of corners, and it's there's something going on. There's a lot of G, yeah. and there's a lot of speed. And it, it's a really nice track. Um, I know when I had a, I think I was doing one of the practice sessions and I was just happy to do lap after lap after lap. Yeah. Getting it, getting it right. It just felt like a really nice flowing circuit, even though it's tight and it is twisty. Mm. But it's, it's interesting that this is the first game, I'm, I want to say ever, but I'm sure there's something out there where it's it's not happened before, but the first official game where we've got tracks before the drivers have ever raced on it? Possibly. I was trying to think, because I've written a review, that's up on the site, and I was trying to think when I was writing that, have we ever had an F1 game that's come out before the season has started or about the same time as Mm. the season has started? Definitely not for the last few years. No. Back of my mind, I think the championship edition that came to the PS3 might have been start of the season, but I think that was just a slightly tweaked, updated version of the previous year's yep. PS2 game. So I, I can't yeah. remember if we've been in this situation before, definitely no. forgetting the circuits. And, and it's, it's very those. interesting as well, because obviously we've had a, a pre-release copy, if you like, and a lot of the, the bump that we get with it as part of the NDA is telling us about different things with the game. And obviously because of the time of the game being released but then the actual season starting they they have said we need to tweak the cars there's going to be quite a lot of patching so i I don't want people that are picking it up to get frustrated that they're going to patch it a lot and there's reasons behind the patches one is because liveries have changed sponsors have changed Mm. but also they need to balance out the cars because i think it's been built on previous years maybe a little bit of tweaking as of melbourne when they did the Mm. if they did any or or at least when they were in Barcelona doing some testing what data you can get from that I don't know but then they've got to tweak the cars to match the current state and and one of the new features for this year isn't it it's the driver rating as well they've got to tweak those so I think if you you jumped in and ran a race before anything hit the real life circuits the predictions will have been well out on how yeah, some yeah. of the drivers will perform. I mean, you still got up at the top. Interestingly, each time I've run Austria, it always seems to be um, Verstappen and Bottas in the top two. Interesting. Which I think 
most people would have had the money being on Hamilton. In fairness, both of us last weekend had our money on Hamilton winning. Yep. And, you know, no chance there in the end because of everything that happened. But, yeah, that needs addressing. Um, And it's interesting interesting you say deliveries because, yeah, sponsors and things have changed. But Mercedes completely overhauled their entire livery in the week before the Austrian Grand Prix. Yeah. And that is going to take a while to flow through to the game before yeah. they actually put it yeah. in there. And obviously, the, the big one is Williams u- losing the Rocket sponsor. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're changing that. And I don't think that's been updated yet in the game. I can't, I can't say for sure, because sure, um, no. we've had about four patches in yes. the last week. So yeah. it's And, and one of the things on the, the, the pre-NDA that we had was try and avoid... The Williams car because the, the, the delivery needs to be updated, so I have. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you if it's been updated because I've just not touched it, just in case I did anything I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, and I guess the, the the biggest new feature to this series is my team. Oh yes. So for me, it's more of a combination between the motorsport manager that you've got an app for and and different mm. things, and obviously the F one game. Um, so you, you've obviously got your creator team and then you're managing it and you're planning your diary for your press events or if you want to do some training with your uh, teammate or your team and hiring and firing and mm. it's all there. It's, it's pretty good. I've not done loads on it, but it's it's interesting because your car isn't quite there at the start either, which is nice. Yeah. Depending it, on the difficulty you put it on. It is, yeah. The if you hit the my team mode, which I did as the first thing, because it, you know, like I say, yep. a big new feature for this year. It is a career mode. Yeah, it's very similar to the actual career mode, except you know you are running your own team. There's a few extra bits. It's not overly complicated, um, and you don't lose a huge amount if you just do the career. But it's an added depth, and you're getting in picking your color schemes, picking your logos tweaking things changing stuff until you get it right and it's a nice immersion rather than just going oh yep you're the hottest new driver in the world joining formula one for the first time it makes a little bit of a difference because you're owner driver as well Mm -hmm. um and then there's 22 cars on the grid so there's that to change as well because it doesn't knock another team out to accommodate this it just says right we're gonna have another one you're in a an absolute basic spec car that you have to develop all the way through. Interestingly, though, at the start of my season, even I think you get like two or three bits of the car you can develop pre-season starting. Um, yeah. But even then, I was still above the Williams, which I but, thought was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> the um, it, it is really good, though. The, the one thing that I would like, and this is just completely off the cuff, but it would have been nice to pick the type of wheel that you have on your car. But that's just me. <laughs> I would like Maybe to, you know, be like, in the customization update. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just like it doesn't even have to change it too much. But you know, if some people prefer that, I, I hate it. But you know, the Williams one where they've got the screen separate. Oh yeah. To the actual wheel, but you know, you know, if you could kind of go, you know, which one of these wheels would you like? Do you want? Yeah, do you want your integrated display or your separate display? Yeah, or, yeah just basics like that. Okay, yeah, but it could be quite interesting. Everything else is great. Obviously, you create your own driver, you create your own livery. Mm to an extent you create your own logo and the colors and it's just lots of fun you know it's nice to add it rather than just going into a career mode like you say you're some uh, new hotshot that's just joined and and whatnot i think it'd be nice if there was an option to start it in f2 
maybe. I'll start a team up in FTU because your career you can do. Yeah. So if you do the career modes, you can do like last year. You can you can do um, like a snapshot F two season, which does three races, and your offers are dependent on how you perform in those races. Yeah. Or you can do a full F two season and progress up, or you can just jump straight into F one. So you you you've got quite a choice. But it looks like they removed that whole rivalry thing from last year, which was an interesting idea in F two, but ended up being a little bit cheesy. Yeah. And yeah, I think they've just gone, yeah, we don't need that this year. I think it'd be nice. I know it's, it's, it is the F1 game, but it'd be nice if they did embrace the F2 stuff a little bit more. They've done, they've got official commentary this year. Uh, oh, okay. From, mind you, I'm saying that, they probably had it last year, uh, but it's Alex Jakes and I forget the other guy's name. Always, mainly because I can't usually pronounce his surname, but he's, yeah, yeah there's, you've got the official commentary in there. You've got the option of the full seasons. Um, it's the 2019 again, like it was last year. It starts with 2019, and they will update with 2020 later on. Uh, and it, there is the option. And the cars are not quite as flighty as last year's. They're a little bit more manageable, because it's going to sound daft, but I found last year the F2 harder to drive than the F1. Yeah, they were very twitchy. Yeah. Very twitchy. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's interesting that you, you mentioned the handling and stuff because I know pre this the game being released, I know George Russell got his hands on it and he was saying mm. how much more realistic it is ah. compared to 2019. And he was, you know, really singing its praise of it's, it's a lot more true to life. I think they were saying, were they saying in 2019 one that it was a bit too tail happy? And oh, you couldn't really was. push it too much and stuff. Not saying that I'm not spinning out on this one, but you know, it, the I think the one thing that the, this lockdown and coronavirus and all that's done for games is that the fact they've got the F1 drivers doing it, and I presume they'll go, "Can you give us some feedback? Where oh, can God. we tweak it and and whatnot?" And it's hopefully improving the game. And it might not have been; it might have been a bit too short notice to get it in fully for this one, but 2021 might be you know even better yeah uh, yeah i would say the handling is definitely different this year there is a new feature for casual races there is a it, it is actually it's called casual mode isn't it yeah when you start your weekend in whatever um route you decide to play it's not limited to particular game modes it's all over the place you just hit on the ps4 you just press triangle and it cycles through standard or casual and the casual mode hits in a load of assists it adjusts things on the track so that grip is always there even if you run off onto the grass it does quite a lot to make it simple so that you can just pick up and play it what i haven't checked because i've not actually used it i'm taking the feedback that andy gave us yesterday actually because yep um we gave him some basic settings that we would potentially use and he switched out of it uh, and he switched out of the casual mode and went to it and was absolutely shocked at the difference. But I, as yeah. far as I understand with the yeah. casual mode, I think it also supports the braking and the steering. So I think you can actually just press the accelerator and go around the track, which yeah, isn't for me. how we're going to play. So I've never actually switched it on to see what it really does. But my understanding is the oh, limits okay. of the yeah. track are a lot more forgiving and, and you can keep it in a straight line. Yeah, but it, it, although it might not be personally for us it's nice for people that are f1 fans because i remember yeah. back in the day before i got a wheel and stuff you go oh yeah there's a new f1 game out 
and then you just couldn't play it and you're like great i've just wasted 30 40 quid on a game that i can't play <laughs> um, and you either quickly trade it in or sell it to a mate selling them how good it is but at least with this one especially with the split screen and different things they've done a lot of work on it being usable with the controller as we said at the start which is great so if there is anyone listening that's a fan but hasn't got a wheel or have gone no i've my fingers been burnt badly before it is a lot more accessible for everyone yeah and i think it's worth hammering home how much work they've done on the controller use now yep. last year's worked well with the controller there's no doubt in that but this year's i would say i've done more with the controller than i have with the wheel just for ducking in and playing for half an hour or so and coming back out rather than having to set the wheel up all the time. I've I've been able to do that and there's definitely more response and feedback in the controller. Um you can it it's, it kind of sounds odd, but you can feel the grip and you can feel the traction because of the way they've defined the vibration. Oh, so you okay. know when it's slipping. Yeah. And you know when the traction control is kicking in or when you're gonna lose the back end. And it, it does work very nicely. I've still tweaked it a bit. In fact, arguably, I've tweaked the controller more than I tweaked the wheel settings. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, because out of the box, it works very well. Yes, it does. So it, it is, and I say tweak, I, it really is minor tweaks. It's a couple of dead zones on the accelerator and brake just so that I can manage the traction a little bit better. Uh, and it, it yeah, it, it does work really well. It plays well. And yeah. I think that's, I don't know if it's, any major overhaul of the engine or what, but it seems a lot smoother. And the, the screen tearing that you used to get in the cutscenes, you never got it on the track, but you got it in the cutscenes and things, that all seems to have gone, and it feels like a, a more polished game. Yeah, whether it's they've had more time on it or, or what, I don't know, whether they've got some more people to work on it, but I, th- I think some of it could be the popularity as well. Because you know, the, you know, during the, the lockdown where we haven't had any sport, esports was all you could watch, um, unless you were watching reruns and different things. And I think that's helped them kind of get that that polish potentially, or yeah. focus on it a bit more. If you know they're getting so many thousands or millions of views, people watching, you know, famous people drive around and and whatnot. And I think it's done, you know, this whole lockdown's done nothing but good things for e racing. It's mm. not done necessarily good things for some of the racers that flap the gums at the wrong time <laughs> and get themselves shot in the foot and different things. But it's I think the the feedback and stuff has has helped, um, and it's shown in the game, which is yeah, you know, really good. I think you know since what 2017, 18, these games have done nothing but just keep improving. Yeah, I, uh, this is the fifth in a row I've reviewed. Mm. And it's constantly getting better. Yeah. Uh, And this one is nigh on perfect for a lot of it. It isn't perfect because there have been some issues at launch. Uh, I'm hoping most have been patched out now, but the multiplayer stuff, if you want to race in multiplayer, it works fine for the actual racing. Um, You're all on the grid. Uh, it all works to interact, but the timing is off for some reason. It's like it's not coping with the internet speeds very well because you, you can be running in fourth place, but it'll tell you you're in first 
Or, as I had, you can finish in a decent position and then suddenly drop eight places. With people finishing behind you, you've finished physically ahead of them, and yet it's dropping you down the order uh, for no reason. It's uh, no penalties and things like that. Yeah, and, it's... and the lack of penalties is a really interesting one because the corner-cutting stringency, when you've got it on strict, is absolutely bang on. You, you can't cut a single corner. And in fact, even running a little bit too wide on the straight can invalidate your lap time. But somebody's more than welcome to smash you into the side and spin you off the track and then has nothing done to them. And that's the only bit of any kind of online racing. It's not, not actually limited to this game. Um, but the online race I don't like. You do get a lot of people who just don't care and don't even want to attempt to play correctly. Uh, and it becomes yeah. dodgems. I and, and this is nothing against F1 2020. It's all racing games. The the only one is iRacing that I've come across that's different. I Most multiplayers are a cesspit unless you're doing a private lobby. Yeah. Because people just get some weird kicks. It's mainly kids, but not always, that just get a kick out of smashing you out of the way and going the wrong way around the track and different things. And it, it's got to be one of the hardest things to code to yeah. say you can't do it. But then iRacing have managed it with their license progression where you have to get out of rookies and then you get to D-class and then you get to C-class and it takes a bit of time and effort. But by the time you get up to those, I'm not saying it's always perfect, but it's more, you know, why did you turn in on me on that on that corner as opposed to some moron completely cutting a, a hairpin just yeah. to spear you off the track and different things. So, yeah, yeah it's... It, it, it's got the... Uh, I forget what it terms them, doesn't it? You do get two ratings at the end of each online race and yeah. one of them is your safety rating. Yeah. Uh, so I think when you get to a certain level, it will probably start splitting you in log- lobbies when there's enough players and everything else. Uh, but yeah, initial impressions can put you off because there's there's one thing, like I said, there's one thing missing a breaking point and nudging someone going into a corner. I'm guilty of that myself, but oh, gotcha. both yeah. of us still managing to carry on. Uh, and then I've had other ones on straights where they're just deliberately driven into me. Yeah, uh, simply for the reason to dock you off the track, and it's like it's just not on, and that's when they've been overtaking as well. Not the fact that I was ahead; it was yeah, a legitimate to... move. All they had to do was just drive past. So it it can put you off, but it does work. That's the thing; yeah. it's frustrating as yeah. hell. But actually, you get yourself into a private lobby, some friends playing, you can have a really good race because it's solidly there on that front. As soon as they fix the timing problems, yeah, uh, yeah, and I think the only other issue which I think is only an Xbox issue, and I don't know if it's been fixed yet, is the the other new feature, if you like, which is with the pit points. Mm. So there's now a, a, a mode, if you like. It's a podium pass, it's called. Yes. And it wasn't active before the review embargoes went up. And it's probably why we're talking about it a bit more than some of the others, because I think a lot of reviews have gone out there without even mentioning it, because it just didn't work. Um, yep. They haven't switched it on until the Schumacher Deluxe Edition released. And I don't know why not, actually, because it it's like a daily, weekly, monthly challenge mode, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if they either didn't want press and anyone that was fortunate enough to get an early copy to get a head start on people, or if it was going to be a pain to set it up. So if you do it when the actual game releases, albeit three days early then the timer starts for those events. I think it might be 
it might also be down to the fact that it's where their currency and monetization comes in as well. Yeah. So if you've got the, I think this is actually speculation because I cannot find the wording anywhere to confirm it. But I think if you've got the deluxe editions, you get 15,000 bitcoins yep. up front, which is actually enough to pay for the VIP section that's in the podium pass. The VIP section um, is 9,000 bitcoins. So you in the podium pass, you only pay for cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. And those cosmetics are paid with by bitcoins, which you can buy if you want to. Um, but that VIP thing just lets you grade well it gives you more challenges basically so that you can rank up your xp faster to go up the tiers so you can spend more bitcoins on avatar based stuff and the odd new livery it's nothing to do with performance or anything else but it is an interesting mechanic you can also pay to upgrade your tiers you don't have to do the xp you can spend your bitcoins to do that as well yep um which i think i did for the first few because one of the tier unlocks was more bitcoins and I ended right. up coming. I manually I paid to unlock them all, and ended up with more bitcoins than I started with, which yeah. was which was quite nice Brilliant. for for the yeah. beginning stages. But actually, it's the challenge piece that I'm interested in because it it gives me a reason to go back. Yeah, which is always nice. I like, I do like games that give you a reason to keep coming back to a game because sometimes, like with F F one games and that, although we'll probably just pick it up every now and again anyway. Yeah. But there's not always a, a need to go back, and and I guess Forza was one of the first people that, that started that with their um, dailies and weeklies and monthly, yeah. especially in Forza Horizon 4 where you could go and get free cars and, and different things. So it is nice that that's there. And there is a uh, on the Codemasters for, forum, if you haven't got your, if you listen to this and you haven't got your, your coins and you think you're entitled to some, there is a forum post where you can post yes. your gamer tag yeah. and your platform and they'll sort it out for you. Yes. I think it's majority of Xbox One. Don't know what the difference is, but yeah, it's there if you need it. Yeah, I know. I think um, I saw that yesterday because I was having a good scan through the forums. Uh, and that is nice that they're doing that. And it does seem to work pretty well, pretty prompt Yeah, uh, for fixing it. Uh, but yeah, that daily challenge going in and doing three wet laps around, uh, three clean wet laps around a certain track or going for a lap time, uh, something just to encourage you to go and have five or ten minutes with it it's not even a lot of effort is it it's just you go in you play it and it's yeah. a tick in a box and i i like that i always like the dirt rally um dailies weeklies you know just can't go on have a quick go get a reward for it move off again because sometimes as good as the game is sometimes i don't want to sit through two hours of practice yep. sessions qualifying in a race yeah although like, you can like skip them it. but yeah, yeah, but you're still when... forced into that first practice session, and it's a a thing I don't like. I, you can advance, but you have to go to the first practice session to do it. You can't right. choose to switch your practice off, whereas you can choose to switch qualifying off. I'd actually sometimes, maybe you know, on your second or third season, when you've got used to the tracks and and you're used to the racing, actually, maybe I'd just like to turn practices off altogether. And just concentrate on doing the qualifying in a race. Yeah, I mean, I understand why it's there, but like you say, yeah. it, you have to sometimes commit a lot of time to doing it. And when time is of the essence, or sometimes you just can't be bothered to sit there for two hours, and you're just like, oh, but I really fancy playing it. But now, especially with the controller being as good as it is, you can just pick it up, play it, and yeah, just do I've, your dailies. And I've been doing that on lunch times all this week. 
you know, yeah. grab half an hour. Thought, right, all right, I'll boot it up, out of rest mode. Quick quick challenge, usually a time trial event as well, which is good. Uh, and then back out again. Time trial leaderboards are one thing that haven't been working. Um, I <laughs> think they were supposed to have been fixed yesterday because they were working fine to begin with. Then they patched it and broke a load of things. Then they patched Lovely. it and fixed them all again. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it is an encouraging piece to do. And I think also when I was starting to look through the, um, I, I say monthly, it's not, it's like, a, I think it's like a two months that they run for. There's a lot of stuff in there about doing things in career mode and in my team. So it also encourages you to go back to those and to pick up, and it encouraged me to start the career off properly because I'd spent all my time with my team and, and designing my car and everything else. Mm. And then I thought, well, I may as well go see what the career mode has to offer. And probably done about half of half a season of that as well because nice. the career mode's the same principle in this F2 into, or I did a feeder F2 into F1, and a lot of the structure is the same as my team, but there's more things at the forefront like driver perks, which you can buy that have benefits that you can take with you between teams and much more of a focus on you being an integral part of the current season. It's, it is, it's, it works really well. Would I only ever stick in career? Probably not. I think I'll still spend most of my time in the my team element, running my own yeah. team. I haven't really gone into um, the career. It's just always been my team because, you know, it's an achievement to get your car from, you know, not only your car and you, it's getting your whole team mm. there and getting to the front of the grid and doing all the bits and bobs and press events and juggling your money. And I love those kind of games anyway. It works well. I'm a sucker for them. And it never gives you, it never gives you enough, but it's not stingy either especially when you start to open up the extra sponsor slots and you've got more weekly income I'd, i like this time that the resource points generate each week as well yes. so you don't just earn them for doing the practice sessions they're like bonus points you do get a steady income which is is nice because it means you f it feels like you're developing your cars a little bit faster and yeah, yeah it's structured really nicely if you yeah. don't want to do any of that you can just go and do a Grand Prix weekend. Pick one from the current season or from about... It's about six different series because you can obviously do an F2 one, but you mm -hmm. can do historics, you can do special events. There's actually quite a lot under the Grand Prix. When you go and yeah. look at it, you might think, oh, yeah, it's just a Grand Prix weekend. No, nope, there's a load of stuff in there that sits outside the current F1 2020 championship. Then there's your invitationals again. They're back like your challenges, they crop up in career mode and in my team anyway as part of your sort of calendar of events. But you can go off and do them if you fancy doing like an overtake challenge or hot laps or there is a surprising amount for you to sit and, well, if you never want to play with anyone online, there's tons to do. Yeah. You've, you've got a year's worth of game here. Easy. Yeah. And if you do want to, to race online, there are the um, events or seasons or whatever you call them mm. where you can join your mates and all have a race and different things. And I guess that's the only disappointment at the minute, whether it's something they patch in or not, is it's not cross-play. No, and that's that's what's missing for us. For some reason, I don't know why, but racing games seem to be behind the times with cross-play because other games are starting to get there and especially like your first-person shooters and stuff, which I thought would be the 
the hardest market to break mm. because of you know frame rates and not being able to shoot someone and all that. For some reason, racing games aren't there yet. No, it's it's a bit odd, isn't it? Because the yeah. the league mode is your um, is your team, yeah, is your, is it, your yeah. mates one, and it's really quite comprehensive. You can set up any of the tracks that they've got in there. You can set up any of the rules for the season. It's really flexible on how you all want to play. And you can set it as either a fixed time event on your own frequency schedule. So if you've got guys that you know, um, all of you can get together and play, I don't know, 8 o'clock on a Tuesday night and 9 o'clock on a Friday night, you can set that up. And then everybody turns up, lobby's there to go, off you go. Or you can just make it ad hoc. So one of the admins joins and kicks everything off when everybody's there. And that's quite nice that you're able to do that. You're able to save after each session. So if you can only do practice and qualifying and you run out of time, you can stop it and you can pick it back up later on as a group. People can drop in and drop out. You don't you're not fixed from the beginning with everybody that's in the league. It's it's really nice. We're gonna actually run one across the Codet Moments team. Like a bit like we've been doing with the Dirt Rally Club. We're gonna do it with um, F one. We haven't worked out the frequency yet or the start date. But yeah, it's uh it's definitely one that we're we're going to crack on with, but yeah. So the league stuff, I'm I'm quite looking forward to getting going because I really enjoyed the stuff we've done in the past as like the online championships, and yeah. I think this is just a, a more flexible way of doing that with more people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and if people are interested and they've got it on PC or Xbox, I will look at setting up a, a league on there as well. Um, like I say, unfortunately, it's not cross. Um, or maybe we can even set up a hot lap challenge or something like that. But if people are interested, yeah. just go on our Discord or drop us a, a tweet and we'll uh, we'll see what we can set up. Yeah. So the, the question I've got for you then is how are you finding your special F1 wheel? Uh, well, yeah, it's always good. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the I, I don't know if I said this at, um, when I gave a little bit of a review on it. So the, the texture on it, like this rubbery plastic kind of oh, I, there's a name for yes. it i can't remember what it's called and it's horrendous so i've been using my wheel quite a lot in lockdown and i have to wear gloves and yeah. i know people get ridiculed oh look you're sim racer you're wearing gloves and that but if you're doing a long race like i did two hours around spa last friday and you will just get sore hands yeah is Simple, it um, you know. 3d printed no your wheel or is it no um i'll have to get the name of it there's a certain name of the stuff they've put on where you hold the wheel um and it's it's just horrible on your hands <laughs> i sent you uh some links to now because i'm looking at trying to get a replacement wheel for my steering wheel but it's harder for me to do it seems than the new the logitech ones are not exactly um they're not designed to be easily changed but they can be uh, and yeah. i started looking i found a place that actually does them a hell of a waiting list it might be about three years before i get around to one uh, but they actually wrap um the handles in goatskin, like a goatskin suede type yeah. thing and i thought you know it's adding about 20 quids worth of extra cost but then you've said that about not having any covering i'm thinking yeah it might be worth it well it's got a covering on it i'll have to get the um the actual name of what it is on it but it just gives you blisters and like makes your hand really sore uh, so you have to wear gloves but good. um but yeah it's good um i'll be getting it on the pc as well purely because my actual rim is a official thrustmaster one yeah. So it just slots in and off you go. And it's got something like, I don't know, 14, 16 buttons on it. And unfortunately, in the Xbox, it only picks up the same amount of buttons that are on a gamepad, which oh. is a bit annoying. 
So I can't, like some of the buttons will do the same thing. Whereas on a PC, it the Thrustmaster software will say it's in F1 mode for the F1 Ferrari rim I've got. And I can just completely do everything. So it's got two rotors on it or rotating switches. Yeah. And um, so I can use that to go up and down on brake bias, differential, um, use it from a DRS. And it's got loads of buttons and stuff on it. Um, so I like if I'm playing iRace and I've got that for I've got a button so I can speak to people and tear mm. vis- tear strips on your visor and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really good and it gives you that authentic feel. But unfortunately, with the Xbox not recognizing every single button, it's a bit of a pain. But it didn't yeah. do it on the other one either. Um, I think it's just something with the Xbox. I don't know. It could be that there's um, there is something a bit weird with this version i haven't gone back to check since the latest patch but i noticed the g29 usually has some great support for the extra buttons it's got and this is the first one where it's not in by default so it knows what steering wheel it is it just doesn't add because there's like a jog wheel and some adjustment buttons and selects Mm. for you getting into the on-screen display stuff so you can change those biases and everything i had to set those up um, in the actual default configuration because it's not there automatically, which is odd because it is in every other F1 game prior to this that's yeah, you know been supported for the for that wheel. So it is yeah. a bit odd, and I, I wonder if if maybe they still need a little bit of a tweak on wheel settings. Maybe not that yeah. I'm saying it's going to suddenly enable all your extra buttons, but you never no. know. It may come. It may come in the future. Maybe, um, but yeah, no. It's, it's always nice to race with the wheel and as we were discussing before there's not a lot of changes you have to make to it it's more how you feel whether you want it to be some people like quite a limp wheel whereas i like to fight with it a little bit i like that resistance yeah because if not i won't know when i'm gone beyond the point of grip but that's just you know me so last week i did i think it was actually the dutch grand prix last friday night uh went through all of that practice sessions a lot and then I finished that and went on to do the Dirt Rally stream with Andy. Yep. And smashed the car up in the first three corners because <laughs> it just had no grip. You know, yeah. when you're thinking, this is like driving on ice. It was unbelievable. And you forget how much grip there is in the F1 games and how that transmits through the wheel. It's yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. The fact that you're going flat out around some corners... And you're like, no, surely not. And it just it just chews up the track. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. then you go to something else and you're like, whoa, this is like driving on ice. Yeah, I can't get around that corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is phenomenal. And whilst it is brilliantly playable with a pad, it's a different experience on a wheel as well. So if you are lucky enough to do it, we'd highly recommend it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a belting game. It is... Yep the best iteration of an F1 game I've ever played. Yeah, it's and it's only per- going to get better as well it with is. patches and, and whatnot. Yeah, it, it's got some niggles, it's got some faults. The bloody communicating with online server message, I don't know how that is on the Xbox. Pretty much every time you do something, it has to connect to the server. And I had it last night where the patch was downloading, so there's no online in the game because it needs the patch first before it will connect so it would come up with that message and fill the entire screen and then it would say can't connect to server retry or cancel well cancel because you know i know it's not going to connect because i'm not connected so it would then retry to connect because i cancelled it 
whether you hit retry or cancel, I had to I had to quit out of the game. I had to quit out of the game and wait. I couldn't do anything with it. And then it pops up in the top left-hand corner constantly during online. If you're in a multiplayer race, it will pop up for about 10 seconds and flash at you and disappear, and it's really distracting. Oh, right. uh, even, I noticed it. Yeah. And then because it's popping up in the corner, if you ever decide you do want to use the photo mode, which is quite good... All your photos have got communicating with online server oh, in the top left-hand corner because it doesn't take it off. There are some really stupid things like that in there that do not affect the gameplay at all but need cleaning up. And that's the only reason I docked it like 0.2 of a score. <laughs> Point two. I, I, almost, I did have it as a 10 initially, 10 out of 10. And then I kind of written my second to last paragraph and gone, I can't give it a 10 when I said all that about it. <laughs> no, they do need something to work on. But no, it's it's the best one by far. But absolutely the best one by far. And yeah. it's yeah. almost, a, I, I like the fact it's it's out when it is before the season's really got underway because you, you're not really biased to selecting a team or anything because you don't know how they're going to perform. And the option's there yeah. that all the cars yeah. have the same performance again. And so apart you, from some of the tracks, you can race along as well. Yes, not all of them. Disappointingly, it is it's such yeah. an odd season this year that I, yeah. I half hope we get um, we get DLC for some of the extra tracks, but I very much doubt we're going to get scans of them to to actually implement mm. them in the game. Mm. I doubt it. No, I doubt it as well. That's but that feels like the only place they can go with this series because the the Schumacher content. Ah, now I am a bit disappointed with this. The likeness is good. The cars and liveries and you know clothing is great, but there's nothing that that really says, "Well, this is a Schumacher edition." There are no challenges. There's no there's no game mode to pit yourself against him. Like with Colin McRae, there is a Colin McRae set of challenges where you have to try and beat what the man did. I would have at least yep. expected, you know, in whatever year Schumacher did this, can you replicate it? That kind of thing. I thought that happened in the previous DLCs where you had like... Senna and Prost uh, did Alan, it with last year. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense for them to go, these are the iconic racers in these iconic yeah. cars. Yeah. And, you know, can you beat it? And so especially, you know, maybe the odd race where he's like Jensen Button. If they ever did a Jensen Button edition... You can guarantee that one of the races, well, it should be one of the races, is Canada. Yeah, you're starting at the back in the wet. Six or you whatever. have to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and see, you know, you've pitted 15 times, or whatever, how many yeah. times you pitted or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, yeah that, that is disappointing. Um, yeah. Like you say, it's just Schumacher edition, which basically means you've got his likeness, his overalls, his helmet, his cars. Yeah. And it's an Thanks. extra 10 quid for yeah. that, which. You know, if you want a bit of cosmetic stuff, it's good. It's probably worth it for driving the cars because there's there's a surprising amount of fun to be had going back into some of the vehicles. I've done some of the Invitationals in the Braun and the Renault that mm-hmm. were in last year's, and, you know, they are actually... Some of them are great to drive. I've done one in the one of the old McLarens, and I didn't even put my foot down full in that because <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't keep it in a straight line. The, they are an experience to go and do it, but I would have liked something like, oh, in the you know the, the race in France where he pitted four times and still won by some ridiculous margin. Can you put in the lap time to match that? That kind of stuff. 
And there isn't anything there. And I am disappointed in that. I thought they would have made more of it, given he is such an icon of the sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Arguably the biggest icon at the moment. He probably will get overtaken by Hamilton in a couple of years. Yeah, at, at some point, yeah. But like you say, he's the, he's the biggest icon in the sport at the moment. So why not make a spectacle of it if you're putting him on the front cover? Yeah. Surely that's the idea, but... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's, it's nice to have some extra extra content, some more cars, and yep. yeah, the tracks are the only th- thing I think they can go with putting in classic Grand Prix tracks in the next edition, because it's quite difficult to do anything with the actual sport itself. Um, I, it wasn't Curve Masters, was it? It was one of the previous companies uh, put the safety car in as a bonus feature once. Yeah. And I remember that. I remember thinking, really excited. Oh, yeah, you could drive the safety car. He was so slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just, is when you're on yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> it, I know it's a fast car, but it's so slow in that kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> no, cracking game. Really good. Um, definite one for enthusiasts. Casual gamers is the big thing that would, you know, it should be promoting even more this year. It is easy to play. It's easy to pick yep. up and get into. And there's a ton of features. And, yeah, we've moaned a little bit about the online, but actually there can be a lot of fun. You know, if it's only a couple of people, the races tend to be really good. And, yeah. you're not the competitiveness is there. But when you've got other racers who are respectful of the racing that you were trying to emulate and you're trying to do the same, it can be a lot of fun. It can be, can be quite tense and really challenging. I mean, there are some very fast people out there. Oh yes, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there are some aliens out there. Yeah, I, I've I've attempted to um, I've attempted to do quite a few laps around Austria, just to see how I compare with the current drivers, seen as they're going around the tracks at the moment. Yep, their jobs are safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they. I mean, but the thing is, is there will be some people out there that can outperform them. They'll oh, be going yeah. quicker than them, and yeah. it's. Yeah, make your own things. Yeah. Yes, that about does it for, for this episode. Um, don't forget you can uh, see us on Twitter at Codec Moments, where Matt will give you a lovely response. And if there's I the website. <laughs> oh, Depends how nice your message is in the first place. No, no, no. The, the worse the message, the more likely you are to respond. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget to go to codecmoments.com where you can read Matt's review and review of other games and all the lovely things that are coming up because we're getting to that kind of silly time of gaming where we're going to start getting new consoles and more games and oh, different things. Yeah. yeah, catch our podcasts on... Well, I say podcasts. We'll go catch the podcast on the PS5 and stay tuned for a podcast on the Series X as well. Yes, yeah, so I think that is the 29th of July. Is it the 23rd is the showcase? Could be. But yes, we'll, the, end of the podcast might be the 29th. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. that, that could be yeah. of 2021. Yeah. But yeah, there will be one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do uh, another episode on that. Um, check out my YouTube channel. Uh, you just search for Cornwall in YouTube and you'll see some setup videos and whatnot for F1 and other things that I do. Um, and until next time, it's uh, bye bye from me. And bye from me as well. Take care. <laughs>